When I was 19, I began volunteering with a parachurch ministry, and my passion and desire for the Bible and the gospel were going up, and a man started giving me tapes by an old Baptist preacher in Texas. And I learned from him a lot about the gospel and the Bible and church history, and I remember him saying in one of his sermons, why don't you just be an atheist? Reflecting on a conversation he was having with a young man. And his point was, you claim to believe these things, and yet your life is no different. Welcome to Five More Minutes, a podcast of Covenant Presbyterian Church designed to remind us to talk to our souls about the good news of Jesus on days other than Sunday and in addition to Sunday. This week and for the next four weeks at church, we're looking at the Apostles' Creed. And I couldn't help but notice that some people were not engaged in the sermon. And to me, I take that as a challenge, and it does not bother me because people come to church tired. They need to rest. And at the same time, I think some of the effect, some of the reason that men and women were not engaged is because we have said these words, a number of us, not some of us it's new, but many of us have said the words of the Apostles' Creed many, many times. And so the words have become old and not lively and not engaging to our minds. And yet, if these words are true, which I believe they are, and most Christians both believe that they're true and even use this creed and profession of faith. If these words are true, then the response is not one of boredom, but of deep humility and love. That's what inevitably flows from the understanding that we get of the purchase agreement, the work, that's what we're calling the work of Christ reflected in the Apostles' Creed, that purchases for us daily joy and eternal joy with the Father. Because the Apostles' Creed is not focused on the entirety of Scripture. It does not focus on even half the books of the Bible. It mostly talks about the work of Christ in reconciling us, in atoning for our sin. The words about Christ are almost strictly about his birth and then his sacrificial death on the cross. And what ought to flow out of that is not boredom, but humility that God did all that for us, which means that all that was required, and love. When we hear, when we creed, when we read, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. When I baptize a child of two believing parents, I will often say some of these things back to the baby and then say, all this Jesus did for you, though you do not know it yet. But for those of us that are talking and are capable of using a creed in our personal worship and in our corporate worship, we know something about the purchase agreement. Our understanding of it is limited because we're limited creatures, but we know something about what was required to reconcile us to God. And that is what we creed back to our own souls and to those around us in corporate worship when we recite the Apostles' Creed. 
And what inevitably ought to flow out of our partial understanding is humility and love. Love of, in feeling, but also in action and in mind. To Tom Nelson's point, everything ought to be different for those of us that take this as our creed. That's it for five more minutes this week. If you'd like to learn more about Jesus or Covenant Presbyterian Church, we hope you'll visit with us on a Sunday morning or on the World Wide Web, Instagram, or Facebook.